You're listening to episode 124 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Flaming Hot Popcorn is clearly the greatest thing that's ever happened on planet <laughs> Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you killed what, like two bags in three days? Yeah. And, and they're not like little bags. These are like gigantic family size bags. Them. I, I just, I can't, I can't stop. I mean, it. <laughs> I, mean, I, of course, have yet to try them, but, you know. Well, you're not, you're not really into that no. kind of stuff, but it's, they're ridiculous. Those of you who enjoy the Flaming Hot brand, yeah, jump on this when you get the opportunity. I was. Because it's by like Cheetos or something? Like the popcorn's by Cheetos. Oh, it is? But, it, but it's popcorn. Yeah, it's not Cheetos. It's. Popcorn. It's good stuff, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so we've got some big news coming up here, and but unfortunately, we can't share it this week. So I thought it'd be fun to be a dick and talk about the big news, but not actually say what the big news is. Why can't we share it this week? Because uh, I don't want to share it this week. What do you think of the big news coming up? I'm happy. I yeah. am so happy. Yeah. It, it, I, I agree. It is, it is exciting. It is... It's so hard to talk about it and not be able to say what it is. Right, right, because it's trying to be as vague as absolutely possible. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. I think the listeners are going to be thrilled. thrilled. It's 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 going to... I, I don't know. I don't know how, what you can say. It's going to surprise some people, I think. Um, I don't know. You think? You, you don't think that, that people will be surprised by this? You don't think it's unexpected? Um, I, I, you know, is it unexpected? No, I think, I think there was always uh, a, a, at least a little bit of expectation <laughs> for this. I think there was. I really, I do. And I, I think, um, I think people are going to be very happy. You, by the way, you can continue to tweet me and try and guess about whatever it is, but I'm not confirming anything. I'm not even going to make... And don't ask me. I'm not, I'm not even going to make comments <laughs> about anything because what will inevitably happen is I'll make comments and joke about some, and then I won't about others, which will then lead people to think that that's it, and it's it doesn't really matter. Tweet me. Don't tweet me. I don't give a shit. I'm not, I'm not saying what it is until next week. But I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners will love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, I said, to I'm, share. I'm very happy. Yeah. All right. So let's start off with this week's Random Vegas. The Neon Museum hosted over 60,000 visitors in 2013, its first full year of operation. We got that from at Review Journal. We haven't been back since the one time that, that you and I went, but right. I'm, I'm excited to do a night tour despite yeah. the floodlights on many of these things that, that are actually just not. I know. Proper. I mean, I'm hoping that some of the newer signs that they're getting because they were in better shape when they got on. I'm hoping will expansion. Be lit, I'm hoping things like this bring some more cash in for them and then they have the ability to, to maybe light some of those up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the night tour is going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I don't know if I'll be able to hold my tongue this time if the tour guide is a bullface liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were you were you mumbling under your breath. All of you, do not listen to this woman. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. Next up, we have the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is Kevin in KC's March 5th review of Absinthe at Caesar's Palace. I gave it five out of five chips. Kevin in KC said, we loved Absinthe. Equal parts, hilarious, raunchy, and breathtaking. As others have mentioned, though, if you're not into being part of the show, don't sit in the first five rows or so. 
it's one of those shows that we keep being told constantly they don't understand how we haven't gone to see it. It's right up our, our alley as far as humor and entertainment goes. <laughs> I just What does that say about our sense well, of humor? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I suppose at some point we, we have to make the effort to go see it, but I will be sure to steer clear well, of Well, just because everybody else is rows. going doesn't mean we got to go. I mean, <laughs> if everybody else is jumping off a cliff, Karen, you go I'm to? getting global pressure. <laughs> well, here we go again with the global. <laughs> it is accurate, is it not? And well, how often? One person on the other side of the planet doesn't make it global. No, no. Oh, how <laughs> dare you? Wow. International listeners, write in and tell this woman how wrong she is and how offended you are at such oh, statements. How offended? Yes. Yeah, so I'm. The, the, how offended? The international community gets highly offended pretty, pretty easily. <laughs> well, that's that's by you, <laughs> not by me. They like me. Uh, I don't know. I, I think you may have just burned a bridge here. I doubt it. They don't have a whole lot that get over here. I don't believe. <laughs> they don't have any bridges over right. here. <laughs> All right, how about this week's Twit Pick of the Week? I find the process of selecting the Twit Pick of the Week amusing. All I do is I keep my eyes peeled, I collect and share the candidates throughout the week, and then at the end of the week, I review them all and wait for the one that inspires the monologue. Sometimes it's the most beautiful picture or a unique angle, and sometimes it's just a photo that evokes a memory. This week's winner comes to us from at Dr. O Genius. Nice, I like <laughs> if he it. says so himself. Yeah, right. For a picture of Paris and her Eiffel Tower taken from across the street at Bellagio. The photo has something of a watercolors filter on it, but what caught my attention is something I absolutely love about Vegas. Despite having all the elaborate themes and mega resorts one could get lost in, something I adore about Vegas is how it never lets you forget where you are. For example, in this picture, while it isn't likely it's amusing to think of somebody getting lost in the ambiance and theme and find themselves wondering, are we really in Paris? Only to have their eyes begin to wander basically in any direction. But in, in this picture's case, to see just to the left, Bally's sign in, intruding on the entire ambiance. <laughs> I think Luxor and Excalibur do this, this best, but this picture evoked that memory and it's why it's this week's winner. <laughs> That memory or that image? Because obviously that didn't actually happen to you. You've never been to Paris and thought, I wonder if I'm really in Paris. Uh, okay. It, it inspired that, that faux story in my head to think of somebody who would do something like that. I'm like, are we really here? Like, nope, Valley's is right over there. We're <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we will link to it on our blog, put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page, feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. So that wraps up the first part of the show. Let's get into the news. First up, Caesars is selling properties. Caesars Entertainment announced this week that they will sell Bally's, the Quad, and the Cromwell on the Strip, as well as Harris New Orleans to an affiliate for $2.2 billion. The sale is being done to help free up some cash and pay down some of its $24.5 billion debt. Part of the deal included a requirement that renovations to the quad be completed to the tune of $223 million. Who did they sell these four properties to, you ask? They sold them to Caesars Growth Partners, a company Caesars Entertainment created last year to do exactly this, aid in debt reduction and really just misdirect. Caesars Growth Partners is a subsidiary that was created last year and allows Caesars to continue to pour money into expansions without increasing its already crippling debt load. Caesars Growth Partners already owns Planet Hollywood and the company's online poker websites. Want to make the waters even muddier? Guess who owns Caesars Growth Partners? I can't wait for you to tell me. 58% is owned by Caesars Entertainment and the other 42% is owned by Caesars Acquisitions. These names sound very similar. <laughs> While both Caesars Entertainment and Caesars Acquisitions are publicly traded companies, Caesars Growth Partners is a private company. What? Now, after the announcement, both public companies' stock prices went down because even the stock market is like, what the fuck is this shit? All this is is a way to hide debt. That's all. I mean, that's all they're Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, listen, I, I'm sure Caesars isn't breaking any laws. But this sounds like some of the shadiest shit I've heard come out of Vegas since skimming. So this is, let me, let me try to backtrack this. Caesars Growth Partners is buying the Quad, Bally's. Cromwell. Brand Cromwell. new Cromwell. Oh, yeah. 
and then Harrah's New Orleans. Right. They also already own Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. But now Caesar's Growth Properties, which is a privately held company. Actually, you know what? I could be wrong on that. It might it might be Caesar's Growth owns. Pl- I don't know. One of one of one of the Caesars owns Planet Hollywood, and they're online. I, I don't know where it is. I'm confused. Okay, well let's let's move on from the corporate finaglings and right, go on to right. the next story, which <laughs> is the quad room renovations are confirmed. Probably the silver lining to such a stupid fucking announcement. And it's also possibly the most desired and most asked about item since it was announced that Imperial Palace would be renovated into the quad was, well, are they going to renovate the rooms? A year after the property was rebranded, it is finally confirmed that the rooms will be renovated as part of the announced $223 million continued renovations the quad must have. This, you know, the other company. Yes, yeah, the other company. The conditions. These are yeah. the conditions of, of the sale. So, so when? Uh, well, plans are to begin said renovations in the coming weeks. However, no word on when any of those rooms are expected to be back online and available to guests. It was also revealed that renovation plans extend beyond the rooms. The meeting spaces are going to be expanded. New restaurants will be opening, including the previously announced and yet unopened Guy Fiero slop trough. The pool and spa will be upgraded, whatever the hell that means, because any upgrade... what To the pool is an upgrade, right, yeah. Anything what's... Hey, we're going to sweep it. Well, it's going to look nicer. <laughs> <laughs> but lastly, more exterior facade renovations are planned before the project is to be completed. So I assume that means the Asian tiles on the roofs will, will be removed. Are coming off finally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand expanding the meeting spaces. Who's, who's actually going to the quad and having a meeting? I, I don't I don't get the the number of convention spaces in Vegas and how yeah. they're can able to a, apparently be so so sought after that you need to expand yours I don't, I, don't know. I don't know I have no idea Caesars hopes to complete the entire project by the first half of 2015 I think it is I think it's great news it's a little and, more than a year and it away. means I'll actually finally get to stay at the quad uh, maybe <laughs> even it, renovations don't make I, it. Mm, Come yeah. on, you enjoy the quad. We've gone. We it's. I would say it's on our rotation of places we like to play and hang out at. Well, now. we'll we'll at least walk through. Yeah. and See what's going on. Yeah, but um. That's more to do with the table limits yeah, than it, anything. I I can't imagine a, res- a renovation that's gonna make me not remember that those rooms were the Imperial Palace rooms and whatever <laughs> gross disgustingness is underneath them. Hopefully they're not. We'll hopefully they're not renovating on top of the other things. They're actually taking things out and replacing them. Yeah, but you still have the basic structure. I mean, you'd have to rip that those suckers down to the studs, yeah. and even then replace. We'll the see. Wood think about what they've done happen. to the flamingo rooms. That's basically what they did. They replaced the flooring with hardwood. And, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Up next, OSHA and Cirque reach a settlement. Upon further review, per an appeal. OSHA has withdrawn all but one of the violations previously levied against Cirque for the incident that caused an accident that resulted in the death of a performer in their show Ka. The remaining citation claims that in the show's final battle sequence, Cirque did not have adequate protection or prevention in place to prevent performers from striking the overhead forest grid as they use wire rope. Cirque has still not returned the final battle sequence to the show, but plans are still in place to do that eventually. You know, one thing I, I, I like about this is you really kind of get the impression that Cirque is a, a really great company to work for. I mean, when it, the fact that they were so, they're so proud of the effort they put in these right. that they're like, no, no, we refuse to say we did this wrong, we did this wrong. No, no, we are fighting it. We are fighting it to the point where it gets like, okay, yeah, all that except for the, this okay, one Okay, yeah, yeah, you have to admit you guys did something wrong. Maybe it's something you couldn't have even foreseen, but now that it's happened, clearly you should. Like, going, okay, fine, yeah. fine, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. I, it, I, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of their shows. I respect the shit out of what they do, and I think this is cool. Nope. <laughs> sure. I, well, I mean, what are you going to say? That's it's Good unfortunate you, that there was an accident that caused somebody's death. So at this point, you really can't argue with any investigations or findings that are coming out, especially if it makes the performer safer. So right, right. But you really kind of got the impression their feelings were hurt, like like a family member died, and this are like going, "We didn't do these things wrong. We didn't do this right. It it hurts our feelings that you say we did this. Right. And if we would have done something else, we could have saved her life." Yeah, I mean, obviously it was an accident, I so I just, you can't prevent all I that. I respect the shit out of Cirque, is, is my point. Okay. <laughs> Great. 
which uh, which they've been coveting forever. Yeah, they, they're really happy that they have <laughs> Their your respect. Their hearts are broken. They're like going, I don't know why he doesn't like our shows more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vegas medical marijuana regulations. It is oh, now Lord. legal in Vegas. However, it's the zoning commission's turn to define where it can be manufactured or processed and where it can be dispensed. Clark County is the first local government body to release a set of proposed zoning regulations. They propose that testing labs and dispensaries be located within commercial zoning districts, which, in layman's terms, means they could set up shop any place, any retail establishment exists. So they could, like, literally set up a shop in, in the canal shops? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no word on how close doctors who can hastily prescribe such medications yeah, well, <laughs> will that's be. Gonna, yeah, that'll but, be uh, uh, you know. Maybe they'll just go the Walmart's route and just have in-house physicians. <laughs> Seems like that would make you, sense. Inoculations and weed. Here you go. <laughs> now, cultivation and production facilities would be limited to manufacturing and industrial zones. Various other regulations are proposed regarding distances from schools and churches as well as limitations on signage. I'm going to call it right now. Fremont is all over this shit. Oh, yeah. With the... Tony Shea expansion, turning it into a, a tourist area slash business area they'll, slash They'll take home. one of the old... You know, they should Ooh. take the old... Um, oh, shit. What is that crappy casino that closed down that looked like a giant warehouse? Oh, the, the, <laughs> the Westin. The West, Western. Western. So yes. they, they should take that building, <laughs> just convert it right into, into, a, into a health a clinic. massive weed emporium. It, it, <laughs> it would be a health, a health clinic as well as then you can pick up your prescription of medical marijuana right there. <laughs> I love it. I love I love the idea of it being a weed bazaar. <laughs> just well, just you know, depending lines of weed. Depending on, on what you have wrong, you know, going on, you might need a different kind of weed or stronger or whatever. Right. So, you know, you gotta have options. I do have to say, purely from a business standpoint, this is the second major opportunity that I think Vegas has kind of dropped the ball on. First is gay marriage, if if only from the business point of view, that all of those additional marriages going on. I mean, you're already making a killing off of heterosexual marriages. Why wouldn't you just jump? Come on, it's one of the things that made you famous originally is how easy it was to get married and quickie divorces. Right. Why you don't jump on this, I don't get. And then secondly, why medical marijuana? Why wouldn't you jump on this? Come on, people come all over the planet <laughs> to get hammered and fucking gamble. That, I mean, it's what Vegas is is, is known for. Right. And Colorado and Washington State beat you to recreation? But uh, I think, honestly, you're going to have a harder time reining in recreational use in Vegas than you would in Colorado. So remember, when, when we were there, you know, a month ago or whatever, um, there were signs posted up all over the place that well, oh, although that you, you yeah, can you, buy weed, you cannot smoke it in public places. Well, you can't even smoke it in public spaces in which you're allowed to smoke like you know how they're like uh, outside over here is the smoking right room. like yeah you can't smoke weed you can't smoke weed no you can't and so i think that part of the reason i would think that vegas is holding back on this is imagine trying to enforce that as soon as they can buy recreational marijuana they're going to be smoking it anywhere everywhere they'll be smoking it in the casinos and i think that's where uh, you know they're they're trying this slowly with the medical marijuana thing because I, I just I feel so bad for the cops and for the even the casino security if they make recreational marijuana legal because people will be smoking it, but it everywhere. But any worse than alcohol than people being completely smashed out of their minds and drunk. No, no 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 and I, I don't disagree, but you can drink in public in Vegas. You can have open containers. Right. You can't I mean if they go the same route that everybody else goes where you can't smoke weed in public. Right, right. That's Which where Which is one of the things Vegas is I mean come on. It, it, with with all of the pressure on non-smoking areas they're like we're not getting rid of smoking. So right. I do I do understand. So your and, and how much harder is it going to be if people are allowed to smoke cigarettes they just can't smoke weed. Right. I mean think about trying to police that and how how much hotel security is going to be I mean be. obviously this is this is 
I mean, I don't want to say apples and oranges, but it's pretty close in the sense of, you know, you don't have to worry about the kind of regulation when it comes to marriages. You know, this is something a little bit well, different. Well, yeah, this is, though, I'm just saying from two a, business, very different things. a business point of view, for a city that keeps bitching that, you know, although they're fucking us over with all these uh, resort fees, bitching that people aren't spending more, right. they're losing visitation. No, blah, but blah, I under... Blah. I'm but, like going, this is a fucking cash crop that you just but to your But to your... My counterpoint to that is the amount that they'd have to spend on additional police and security forces would probably balance out a lot of the cash crop piece. That's that's the only thing that I'm saying. I think it would be very difficult to enforce it in Vegas, uh, you know, where you can can smoke it in Vegas versus in Colorado. Right, right. So that's that's just my two cents. It's interesting. Next up is new Dre's nightclub details. Vegas Weekly revealed a few details regarding the new Victor Dre Club at Cromwell opening Memorial Weekend that haven't been announced yet. And like I so often do on the show, if I find it amusing, that, that, that's basically how the show notes are decided. Like, oh, this is amusing. <laughs> I find this entertaining. Right. I want to talk about this. <laughs> first, the 24-hour club idea is an exaggeration, at least at first. The pool will close for a few hours before the nightclub opens. It seems like you'd have to. you got to do a changeover or some kind. Second... Something that Cromwell's rooftop pool will offer that has never been available until they open, virtually unobstructed sun uh, all day long. Yeah, because there's nothing there blocking it. Yep. That's cool. Either that or you're going to have a ton of people that are going to turn into lobsters. <laughs> Mixed in all day long alcohol and clubbing with <laughs> sunshine, it's going to be a disaster. Right. For those of you going, Fuck. I've only been out in this 120 degree weather for seven hours. I know. <laughs> this is bullshit. It's over there. I could have at least another 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next story, I just can't wait to talk about because I find it absolutely hysterical. Drunk loser sues casino for losses. I fucking hate this person <laughs> so much. Did so you see the guy? Much. I'm so angry. Oh about my all of god. It. Continuing the de-evolution of mankind, one fucktwat is suing Downtown Grand for allowing him to gamble and lose half a million dollars while he was drunk. This prime candidate for a late-term abortion said, quote, I fucking hate him so much. I feel like they picked my pockets. Like they took a drunk guy, reached into his pockets, and grabbed all his money. Except in this scenario, a grown fucking man reached into his pocket and repeatedly kept putting money, put on, the money table. on the table and requested that the casino take it from him yep. so he could play their games. Nevada gaming regulations do prohibit casinos from allowing people to gamble who are visibly drunk. They are also not allowed to serve comp drinks to people in this state as well. You know what? See, here's the problem with that. What's the benchmark here? Because if you, I've seen some drunk people that are still really good at playing back. Yeah, I mean, if, if you ask the police, one beer more than an hour is drunk. I mean, if that's buzzed. That's drunk. Yeah. So what? That's the problem. Well, that's the blood alcohol content is usually what what that boils down to. But, but they say if you have a buzz, you're drunk. You're drunk in the eyes of the law. So is that what drunk is? And if that's the case, is ninety percent of the people playing too high of a number to throw out? That oh, those yeah. people at least have a buzz? Yeah. That You think that's too high? Well, no. I mean, I, I'd say yes. It's probably 90% of the people in Vegas are, are buzzed or drunk or some combination thereof. Now, if the lawsuit does go to court, the casino's surveillance tapes of the situation will be reviewed. But things like this tend to get settled before it ever gets that far. I said, realistically, you know those tapes have already been reviewed, and they are locked up someplace to show that this guy wasn't as drunk as he's saying he is. Uh, well, one of the many issues that I have with this is that... If he won during this time, the casino couldn't demand that the money come back because the guy's fucking drunk. Right. So why why is this allowed to happen on the flip side? Right. Well, quite honestly, if he was winning a ton, they probably would have stepped in and said, he was, <laughs> right. "You know, you're drunk. We you can't we can't serve you anymore. You can't gamble anymore." Versus, and I don't know how drunk he really. Was. I'm sure he was drunk, it's but so... you know when he says, "Oh, they you know, took a drunk guy and put their hands in his pockets and took all his money," it's like, "Oh, give me a break." It's where, where, honestly, the thing that drives me crazy about this is where's the responsibility? And oh, maybe that's, that's it's the because primary thing that pisses me off. Maybe it's because I have never been so drunk that I have lost all my money. Like I, I've never. I mean, I've done some kind of dumb things, and like the next morning is a little fuzzy, where you're like, wait, what the hell? But I've never like I don't remember, never not remembered what I did, and it's a half a million dollars, a half a million dollars, if you can gamble that much and you have that much money on you to gamble, then why the fuck do you care if you've lost it? Otherwise, you shouldn't be gambling at that level. I just, 
<laughs> in, guys... in, in my dream world, making such a ridiculous claim would blacklist you from any casino on the planet. Or, or you'd have to do something ridiculous, like you would have to blow into a breathalyzer before you gamble anywhere. And to further mock you, it's explained to everyone around what you did, what you claimed, and <laughs> and why you have to go You're through all such action. Shaming. Yeah, absolutely. I I think people who can't take responsibility for their own actions possibly the most worthless pieces of shit on this fucking planet. I hope your dick doesn't work, sir. I, <laughs> I fucking, I am enraged You know, I really this. don't care if he gets banned from every casino. I just think that if he gambles, they shouldn't allow him to drink, period. Because it's obvious that he can't do two things at one time. I just, I fucking hate these kinds of worthless fucking pieces of shit. I fucking hate him so much. I'm thinking you don't like him very much. Just fucking, you know what? Be, I, I can't stand people who don't <laughs> take responsibility for their shit. Just, I know. Oh. That is, well, that's then, like the peak of my fucking rage. I just want to destroy this And then man. The, the fact that he's parading himself out in front of all the oh, news yeah. cameras. It's like, okay, dude, seriously. Right. I mean, you were, you may be, like, look up in a dictionary of fucking worthless fuckstick douchebag. Boom, this yeah. asshole. I mean, the only thing I could possibly give him that the alcohol may have done is, I think, encouraged him to... It, like it's a pissing contest. He's getting his ass beat, and he refused. He's trying to show off. Clearly, fucking trying to show off oh, yeah, for his little entourage. Yeah. You know, and that. But does this not make you look like the world's biggest fucking pussy when you're like going, "Who's half a million dollars here?" Like, oh, when did you go to Vegas and lose money? Is that what you did? <laughs> I fucking hate this fucking. Oh. And then, this guy. This guy. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> They can't see the visual. I mean, I can, so I appreciate that. But. They're very close is what, is what the visual shows. Well, <laughs> and here's the other thing. He was at the downtown Grand. He wasn't... He, so he lost a half million dollars. Not at Bellagio. Not at the Venetian. Not at the Cosmopolitan. Not at Mandalay Bay. Not at any of the places that you typically expect well, to see of, somebody oh, who's going to lose that kind of money. Point. He's down at the downtown I Grand. I promise you this guy was fucking peacocking. Because think about it. Half yeah. a million dollars on the strip... You're important. We like yeah. you. At the downtown Grand, you're a god. Yeah. Well, no, exactly. And that's the thing. If, if he was gambling that kind of money on the strip, he would be in a private room someplace with nobody gawking at him. The fact that he's down at downtown Grand means he wants to show off because it's not that they don't have, you know, high well, roller I'm areas sure or whatever. But, him, but I mean, yeah, you get but it's not the same thing. Do- exactly. You're not getting the fucking villa. You're not getting, right. you know, the fucking penthouse suite Rain Man sweet. You're not getting that on but the But I strip. think that's the other the other thing that proves that he didn't have the money to lose because if he did, he would have been gambling down on the strip versus down, you know, downtown. So fucking piece of shit. Okay, Let, let's move on. We could rant about this guy for forever. So that was our last news story, but we do have some prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, and who is by now, prop bets <laughs> is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Yeah, just not the whole... Once again, this entire this entire segment was created going, well, that's interesting, but it's like, hey, this is going on in Vegas. That's it. I'm like going, well, I think it's interesting. I want to tell people. <laughs> I just love it because, I again, I just picture Stuart just screaming into whatever device that he's listening to the show on. It's all right. Sorry. <laughs> it just cracks me up. Okay. First up, here's some news that can finally set some minds at ease. Sheldon Adelson, Las Vegas Sands CEO, is once again in the top 10 billionaires in the world. I know we at 360 Vegas were concerned for this man's well-being. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you were. I really <laughs> didn't know and didn't give a shit. For those of you in the Vegas area looking for a job, Cromwell is hiring more than 1,000 positions at the property. I didn't, I didn't think you could fit 1,000 people into Bill's gambling oh, hall at, at one time without creating a fire hazard. Bill Gamblin's Hall. Bill Gamblin's Hall, which is... <laughs> What I, I think they should have gone with for the name. <laughs> that would have been epic. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. There are plans for a grocery store slash restaurant that have been proposed for Fremont Street East, across the street from El Cortez. The concept is being compared to a scaled-down Trader Joe's. I, I have no idea. what. Like I thought Trader Joe's was like a like a clothing outlet. Oh, no. I have no idea. No, what it's a grocery store that's yeah. got a lot of... Uh, I think the article referred to it as a bodega. A, a bodega? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Dave? It's like a, it's like a, a bodega. From my understanding, it's a it's a hipster grocery store kind of a thing. <laughs> well, yeah, Trader Joe's kind of is. I, I, I could see that. Yeah, I, I clearly they, have no idea. It's, I can't the groceries are overpriced, and you can get Is it worse um, than, whole, than, than Whole Food? 
It's it's not a, it's a it's different like the, kind of snobby. I wonder if it's like the place we went when we were in Breckenridge. Remember that that uh, that grocery store we went into? That place looked like it was overly priced and had you Well, that offering. that was overly priced. Yeah, maybe a little bit, except Trader Joe's is a brand. Right. You know, I don't know. If I know that, they're saying they're putting a restaurant also in this, so that'll be interesting. Well, and yeah, Trader Joe's had a lot of, like, grab-and-go food. They did say like that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For those of you who can't wait to experience it yourself, Vegas Eater did an in-depth walkthrough of Link. I thought it was kind of cool. It, literally, this man's walking you through going, okay, so now to your left, you've got this over here, and now you're right, and here's pictures. And I'm like... <laughs> pretty cool i'll be there in a couple months though i don't need to read this <laughs> but for those of you who cannot wait for the experience there will be a link available for you there you go what we speculated was happening at chandelier bar last week was confirmed this week mm -hmm. they are in fact adding tabletop gaming to the downstairs bar i hope they add it to all of it but you and i spoke about this yeah. not long ago it really kind of, this is what cosmopolitan needed to do because this gives us less reasons to, to, to leave, leave yeah. this property. I mean, that's what always did it. It's like we couldn't play their games other than slots or, or, or video poker. We couldn't play with their table limits. It wasn't very invite Like, we love, I mean, my God, people who enjoy this show or, or any Vegas podcast are well aware and more than likely huge fans of Book and Stage. Yeah. You know, so their bars are fucking amazing. And the best one now, being able to do gaming. I can see us fucking living I think that the challenge that, that you're going to have is it's just going to make the bar even more crowded. And and people who you know might have come in to get a drink and then got up and left, they're not going to leave. And I think that you know, which is good for their, you know, beverage sales, but I think it's it's going to make that bottom floor much more crowded. It's going to be awesome. No, it is. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I could hang out in that. We fucking like every that's always our meeting group. Our, our meeting area Chandelier Park. all the time yeah. anytime we meet up with anybody it's like just looking for an excuse to go to Chandelier Park yeah well I mean it's also easy to get to and, and it's, well, it's beautiful stunning. and um, the, the drinks are, are awesome so what's not to love right <laughs> Vegas Chatter confirmed that when Cromwell opens it will not have a sports book or a poker room and they do not have plans to add either in the future there will be betting kiosks to play sports bets using Caesars spreads, but there will not be a lounge in which to watch the events that you bet on. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. When you consider how tiny that area is, you got to maximize your Well, yeah, and the sports space. books yeah. don't, I mean, yeah, right. As our money line gentlemen have shared with yes. us, they don't make a ton of money. Right. Well, and you have people that come in and just sit for hours and hours and hours. So, God, I mean, you want to so have. so awkward when we did that. Yeah. Well, it was also. Like middle of the day. I still think left. I want to do it for the Super Bowl because it's only one game. It's only three hours. It just feels weird to sit and watch television, no matter what it is. Well, we were watching football While starting at like Vegas. what ten in the morning. Yeah. Was, well, that's what it we was, normally do on Sundays. We that's well, all we do. Yeah, but it doesn't start till till noon here. Well, true, true. It was, but it was only ten there. But it was still just weird spending all day sitting watching football. We're like we're yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. Why are we just sitting here? It was weird. It was weird. All right, it's being reported that Max Brenner at Caesars Palace will close on March 30th. Rumors are of a potential relocation, but in a smaller incarnation, reduced to a sweet shop. Um, I didn't know this I, place existed. I have no idea what Max Brenner <laughs> no is. No idea whatsoever. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I still don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Vital Vegas revealed that the recently announced shows coming to Vegas, thanks to the man behind Electric Daisy Carnival, are looking to locate both promised shows on Derek Stevens' new event venue located currently under development on the former courthouse land, diagonally behind the D. Hmm. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes, yes. I have, yeah, I had no idea what the Loads Electric Daisy those. Carnival is. Okay. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> SLS Vegas is now taking reservations for stays beginning April 8th. I'll tell you what, I would entertain going down there for one reason. If, if, it's, if it's Cosmopolitan-esque, awesome. For one other reason. Now that my Vegas gets you the ability to get like a five, seven day pass on a monorail, yeah. I'm like going, oh, I, I could do that. If I had to pay for that ticket, no, you're, yeah. you're fucked, Alice. I still, I, I'm. I don't. I'm, I literally. I'm, I'm doubtful of what this is going to look like. It would have to be a virtual environmental recreation, if not the next level of Cosmopolitan, to pull me there. And even then, it would have to go to the next level because I'm like, well, yeah, but Cosmopolitan's right here. I, I'll just go to this one. Yeah. Instead of yours, yeah. way down there. Way down there. 
Palms is now offering free 24-hour checkout to guests staying in Superior, Premier, and Ivory Suites. That means if you check in at 8 p.m., you will be able to check out as late as 8 p.m. on the day of your departure. Wow. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, except if you're the person waiting for the suite the next day and they're like, nope, sorry, they still haven't checked out yet. He got here really late. Especially if you get like one of the one of the fantasy suites or something. I know. <laughs> well, 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 they're not included, so that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, but still, I, that would... Hmm. I wonder how many people be, actually... It'll be interesting to see how it works. Yeah. I mean, 8 p.m., yeah, I, I don't see anybody. I mean, because at that point, you're already going to be half drunk again and you're going to need someplace else to crash. Right. So, hmm. I do think it would be a bad idea for like the think about if we had the G Suite and we, they had that there, and they're like, oh, you can you can check or you can leave as late as ten, like, oh, we're not going anywhere, yeah. we're, we're hanging out here. All right, we have some updates on resort fees. Cromwell will charge twenty five dollars per day, and the Quad, Flamingo, and Valleys have increased theirs to twenty dollars a day. How long before somebody sues for false advertisement for this? Because think about this. Here, here's here's it's why. It's too I late. Think, they are the the room rates are misleadingly advertising one price with full knowledge from the property that it will actually cost customers an additional fee per night. You don't think anybody's thinking it's disclosed. We, it's in all the fine print. Oh fuck! I didn't. think It's of in that. all the fine print. So no, if they just because somebody doesn't read the fine print doesn't say. I mean, uh, that's a good point. Well, I was going to encourage. We have a, for some reason lawyers. We have a lot of lawyer listeners, so uh, I would be willing to join that class action lawsuit should you decide to, <laughs> to, uh, to, to just, bring it just to... Just jump up the, the price of the rooms. Right. Yeah. I know, I know, but it's that, that's what I don't like about it, and I think that's what most people don't like about it. It's like, listen, I don't have an issue paying for that. Yeah. Just fucking tell... This well, is how much your room is. You know, I've, I've heard folks say, I mean, obviously, we know, well, you know, and then through you, I know way more about Vegas than I ever wanted to. <laughs> So we've known about the resort fees from day one. I think where the frustration comes in is people that, you know, they might travel quite a bit, but they don't go to Vegas quite a bit. Yeah. And it's the first time they Nobody go there. Does this. And all of a sudden, a room that you thought was costing you, you know, 125 to $150 a night, now you slap on another $25, $40 resort fee per day. That adds up. Well, and that, and that's, I, think is 30, I think 30 is the highest. But still, to your point, I, I, well, yeah, I, but, I find it amusing that they keep reporting like going, people are spending less money than they used to. Like, no fucking shit because you, you're sucking it out of their pockets. $25 they thought they were going to spend somewhere else disappeared the second they showed up. Hell, that's lunch for one person. Right? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And lastly, Las Vegas Advisor is reporting that the zip lines for the long-promised Rio zip line have actually begun to be installed this week. Mm, great. <laughs> You don't think that'd be fun? I think that would be very Bond-like to zip line between two buildings. I think it's stupid. I really think it's stupid. Really? Yeah. See, I would totally do that. Oh, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but I think it's stupid. <laughs> right. I'm I would rather like... jump off the stratosphere again than I... zip line between two buildings. Are you kidding me? I don't, I don't know. I think that sounds relative. I, I, it sounds Bond. I'm going to call it. Okay. If you were bitching about a controlled fall out of the stratosphere, what oh, else do you oh, think this I is going to be? I fully believe it's going to be just like parasailing, where it's like the second I get up there going, this is it? Can I jump? You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're strapped in. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. That wraps up the news. Let's move into playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. First up, Monday, and then Friday through Sunday, Tom Green is at Vinyl at Hard Rock. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $39. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, Meatloaf performs Rock Tales and Cocktails at Planet Hollywood. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $90. Thursday through Sunday, the Jacksons perform at Rock Tales and Cocktails at Planet Hollywood. Shows start at 9.30 p.m. Tickets start at $84. Friday, Bone Thugs and Harmony are performing at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $30. I wonder, you know how rap groups always have, like, big entourages? I wonder if even in these little, like, these little, like, up-and-coming rappers, if they don't have an entourage going, I don't, I don't know who's in the band and who isn't. <laughs> and also on Friday, Bill Cosby is at Treasure Island. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 
Friday and Saturday, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are performing at the Venetian. Two shows a night at 7 and 9.30. Tickets start at 118 bucks. See, it's getting warmer. There's a shitload more going on. Saturday, Tool is performing at the Access Theater at Planet Hollywood. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $102. And Kathy Griffin is at the Mirage. Her show is going to start at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $85. I'd love to go see her again. She's fantastic. She's To me, she's right up there with Daniel Tosh because... You don't. They don't recycle jokes. It's always a new yeah. act. It's awesome. Yeah. It's well, hers is a lot more topically. Well, right, what? Because it's all she, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's why you know Daniel Tosh is above her as far as is my favorites. But she's well. He's also a lot ruder, ruder than she is. I mean, she's she's rude, but <laughs> <Right>. yeah, <laughs> she's more like I'm going to tell all the stupid things you guys did. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, on Sunday, Rita Rutner is at the Venetian. Show start at 8:30 p.m. Tickets are starting at 88 bucks. Well, that wraps up playing Vegas. Let's move into Vegas deals. Vegas Deals is a part of the show where we try to save you money on your next trip to Vegas. First, we have a LaRev contest. Celebrating their 4,000th performance, LaRev at Wynn is offering a VIP package. The package includes a two-night stay at Wynn, dinner for two at Allegro, VIP admission to LaRev, a backstage tour of the production complete with a meet and greet, and to qualify, you need to post a photo on Instagram and hashtag it, hashtag 4,000dreams at LaRev the Dream before March 31st. You also need to go onto Facebook and like the show's page, then fill out the entry form. There's a lot like, of hoops to jump I through. I was going to say that, but when you consider, you know, what it is, like, obviously, this is people who love this. So, you know, I, I get it. And it's fucking free for all this stuff. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> Signing up for the Tropicana Players Club will get you two-for-one tickets to the Laugh Factory. Like all biggest players clubs, it's free to join. Caesars Palace is offering up multiple discount deals. The percentage off increases the earlier you book your stay. 15% off for stays now through the end of March. 20% off of April through June and October. 25% off for July through September. And 30% off for November through December. The deal does require a minimum two-night stay, and it expires at the end of the month and blackout dates apply. And lastly, Mirage is offering 20% off of rooms for stays now through June 29th. The discount means you can get select nights for as low as $30 a night. Blackout dates do apply, and there is a $10 processing fee for those of you making reservations via phone. I love this <laughs> new rule. Like like when they charge you to go see a teller in a bank, yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. The deal ends June 29th. All right, that's gonna wrap up the deals. Let's move into coming attractions. Coming Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or an event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. On Stars Live is moving from the Golden Nugget to the Riviera starting April 21st. No word yet on show times or ticket prices, but we will forward them on to you once they are announced. Rehab at Hard Rock has announced their summer concert lineup this week. Robin Thicke's going to be performing Saturday, April 12th. Flo Rida, Sunday, April 13th. The Wanted, Sunday, April 27th. Kendrick Lamar, Saturday the 3rd. Is it Travi? Travi McCoy of Gym Class Heroes, Sunday, May 11th. Diddy. It's so weird. Like, P. Diddy is just Diddy. It's... Um, but he's going to be there Sunday, May 25th, and Sky Blue of LMFAO Sunday. I always get held up with it. I can't say it fast. I don't know why. LMFAO? <laughs> but he's going to be there June 15th. And there's more, but those are the ones I found interesting. No word on exactly when performances will occur, just that admission grants you access to rehab from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Admission changes depending on who is in residency that week. Prices range from 45 to 195 for guys and 23 to 140 for ladies. 
Queen with Adam Lambert is performing at the Join at the Hard Rock on Saturday and Sunday, July 5th and 6th. Shows start at $50. Don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Okay, so now let's check the river. Welcome back to 360 Moneyline, where we discuss all things related to sports betting and Las Vegas. My name is Seth. I'm Chris. And uh, this week for our topic, it might have been one of the first topics we ever did, certainly the one that is nearest and dearest to my heart, March Madness in Las Vegas. And this is, honestly, this is the weekend I look forward to every year. You know, just four days of nonstop basketball, yelling at TV screens, down on beers left and right, hoping to pull out that last leg of that parlay. Oh, this is a great time for your stuff. Oh, and, and if you've never been to March Madness in Las Vegas, don't start now. Just stay away. It's not that good of a time. If you've already been, you know, you can keep coming. But honestly, you know, we've talked about it. It's getting a little bit too crazy. There's too many people that know about it. I mean, it is a good time. But if you've never been, uh, stay the hell out. Yeah, stay away. The sports books are full. They don't need you. Just stay away. Stay home. Just let us have our fun, okay? Las Vegas is closed. Nothing's nothing's going on for those four days. It's like that, that Family Guy skit when uh, somebody goes to Germany and they try to deny the whole uh, World War II. They go to the History Museum and they're like, what happened here from uh, 1935 to 1942? Nothing happened. Leave it all on vacation. <laughs> but if you absolutely have to go, this is our recommendations of some of the best spots uh, to hit up. The sports books, as you know if you've done any research into it, they are uh, slammed. You have to get there at at least six. I mean, you may get lucky if it's a small group of seven. So if you want seats in the sports book, get there early. But otherwise, these are some of our picks for some of the best watch parties on the strip and elsewhere. And one of the first places, and we're actually we're changing up our typical routine this year. We're going on, on day one. We're actually going over to uh, the Cosmopolitan. They got a great setup, hoops and hops. And it just seems like Seth just keeps, like you said, it keeps getting more popular. So people stay away. They just moved it to the Chelsea this year, other uh, big concert venue, and they do two different packages there. It's a general admission package. It's forty-five bucks, and uh, it includes access to a basketball court, open seating, a couple, a couple drinks, and then there's also the VIP package. It's one hundred fifty bucks a person, and it actually gives you some nice assigned seating, uh, drinks all day, uh, some snacks as well. It's a great time, and it's really every year. I mean, and this year I'm sure it's going to be just completely bonkers on the first day. And and I would love to tell you what it's going to be like and give you a description, but this is our third year going to Hoops and Hops, and this is the third different venue they've held it in. So we've never been to the Chelsea. I would like for them to find a place and stick with it so we know what we're getting every year you walk into it, and it's the same, but it's, it's different at the same time. So with the That's the cool Cosmo, though. You know what I mean? Like, they, they always – visitors on their toes and give them a reason to come back that is true i mean that's that is typical cosmo but i just wish it for the sake of me not stressing about what's going on i don't know how it's going to work out you know this it is in the chelsea that is their theater they use it for shows and concerts i don't know how that's going to transition i really don't want to think i want to sit for 12 hours in a theater seat but they always do it first class it's it's, it's one of the ones that it's never a question unless they keep raising the prices and it keeps going up every year but it's still still not a bad deal yeah they still have that nice point where we're like all right all right we can't that's money we need to spend on gambling not you know not on food and beverage you know we haven't reached that point yet yeah you know? one of the other places that i wanted to try out this trip i don't think we'll be able to squeeze it in but it was rumbar when we go there, it's 12 hours of basketball a day starting at 9 o'clock in the morning. You know, you're in this giant ballroom watching basketball. You come out and it's dark. And at one point, I would like to actually see the sunlight during part of my trip. I want to see the sun. I want to get a tan or something. But along those lines, I really want to try to do the rum bar package. Rum bar is at the Mirage. It's an outside bar. And they have a package this year that it's one of the ones that runs all four days. I don't know if the Cosmos. Cosmos run all four days? I think it's just Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, the Rum Bar is actually... They were on the three-day passes for it, so yeah, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, that's, and while we're there, you know, it's something you want to watch out for. Some of these places don't go on Saturday because a lot of people, suckers, will fly out on Sunday and leave, and they'll miss a ton of basketball. But, 
not me. I'll be there Sunday. And maybe I'll hit up the Mirage that day because Mirage is March 20th to the 23rd. It's $100 per person for a single day where you can get a four-day package for uh, $250. I've actually seen a couple places where people have bought it and the taxes push it up closer to $120, taxes and a couple other fees. still seems like it's a pretty good deal for what you get. It includes some food and unlimited well drinks, Bloody Marys, domestic beer, and tailgate food. So that's not bad. You go there, you don't have to eat or drink, assuming what the tailgate food is. I haven't been there. I wanted to try it out. We just ran out of days. Sadly, March Madness is only four days. But uh, Rum Bar is one of the ones that I definitely want to try out at some point. And maybe I'll hit there uh, Sunday if I can. We've obviously we've gone there on our other Vegas trip just to hang out and have a couple drinks and everything, too. And it's a great setup. And like you said, it would be nice to actually see a little bit of the island. I know Vegas usually looks better at night, but a little bit of sunshine wouldn't hurt us, you know? No, I need a little vitamin D. I think that's what you get from the sun. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm not a doctor. Consult your physician. The next place we were looking at is a really good place to go, and this is just a classic, South Point. It's not really on the strip, but they have a fantastic setup. They open up their ballroom upstairs, and um, it seems like, again, it keeps growing. They've opened up, what have we got? three ballrooms that are open at this point? Yeah, and they're the giant ones. I don't know. There's at least the two. There's the two that are merged together, and there's like one smaller one. Across the hall. The smaller, across the hall with a little bit smaller setup. But they have the... It's great because, I mean, they hand out drink tickets like candy. They have the mobile betting stations right there in the ballrooms. You never have to leave the place. You've got snacks. You name it. And the TV stuff's really nice, too. I mean, it's just there's really not a bad angle. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's way off strip. South Point's great. We talked about this one last year. If you're not wanting to go that far off, from the research that I've done and we've looked into it, there are similar watch parties that are just like, not just like it, but very, very similarly situated with large ballroom setups, big round tables to seat 10 and TVs everywhere uh, at the Stratosphere and the Orleans. They're also free. That's a, a big draw for this one. So you have to leave the strip a little bit. But in my mind, it, that's, that's what a March Madness watch party should be is the South Point Orleans Stratosphere. Yeah, because, I mean, the Central Strip, I mean, off the top, most, pretty much all the casinos are taking, you know, at least 100 bucks right at the top. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you go to these places, you just you just walk in, come and go as you please. And if you have those, and then you've also, you know, if you want to head down towards Fremont Street, a little bit cheaper to gamble down there, too, to do better odds. And you know, the D, we went there for a little bit last year. And they had a nice setup, you know, obviously not big, but it wasn't crowded at all. And it was, it was a nice setup. I'm afraid that the D is going to blow up pretty much like South Point has because you could tell. I think last year was the first year they did it. I think they're starting to figure it out there. And I'm afraid that when we go back this year, which I think we're going to try to do one of the days, once we go back there, I'm afraid that it's just going to be uh, slammed. Yeah. If you remember, they had it one step ahead of – I haven't seen this too many places. In the room where we were watching the games, they had the blackjack tables and the craps tables. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, we didn't get a chance to do it because I think that was where I watched Harvard beat New Mexico watched, and screw up all yeah, my parlays. Our, our lock of the day, right? Mexico, yeah, lock lock, the, day. the lock of the day. I can't wait to do the lock of the day. But that's where we watched that, so put a damper on it. But I would love to go there if we get there maybe for just a session Saturday, watch some games, get some bets in, hit some craps up or, uh, or blackjack or both. And also, from what I've never been to this place, we've been to the D last year. If you're downtown, you're not at the D. I think the only other place to be is the Golden Nugget. Yeah, and it's all there. It's not like a big circuit. And both of those, if I remember right, there's not TVs all the way around. You like a lot of like the setups at Salpoint, Cosmo. More of like it's all geared towards one wall, if I remember correctly. Maybe yeah, that's that right. TV's wall. I had almost so it's a little bit different setup. I had almost blocked that out. I forgot about that because we all felt awful that day, didn't we? Somebody was, was still in the fetal position of Bill's. Oh, that's right, because you guys stayed at the Golden Gate that night, and uh, that was where you guys, uh, one of our people in our party couldn't do it. They had to go back to Bill's because the room was uh, at a prison shower. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, this wouldn't be doing it justice if I didn't mention the LVH. They are uh, also another one that's all four days. They have their theater set up, plus... Uh, I didn't have all, all of the crazy problems you could possibly have. Yeah, and, and in addition to the sports book, which is also giant, they open up a theater right behind it, which is, I mean, it's just like a movie theater. It's a seat. You sit in rows. There's no tables, but they show games on the on the, on the theater screen, and it's, it's a really good setup. Any of those places that we mentioned, you can't go wrong with any of those, but in addition to those, just about every place is having it. If you want to do any research, the stuff's out there. One of the places I also wanted to mention is a Facebook group 
uh, March Madness in Las Vegas. If it wasn't for this group, I would quit Facebook. But there's so much good information uh, on this group. I was in it years ago when it started off on Yahoo, and it was only like two or 300 people. I was just looking at it last week, and I think they just added oh, uh, their 2,000th person at it on, on the group. And it's, no kidding. Oh, it's just, about. It's, it's just an awesome resource if you're going to go. Can't recommend it enough. The guys that run that site uh, do a terrific job. I, I don't know who they are. Personally, I never met them. I'm just in it and a fan of the group, but I just don't want to mention that. If you're in there, check it out. And also, another place that does a good job is Vegas Chatter. They have a nice guide to all the tournaments. They keep that updated pretty well, too. It's always up and around. They'll, they'll, they'll take a place that's sold out or not a lot of time. And that's one thing. I, know, I mean, Cosmo is sold out for the second level. What is it, the VIP? The VIP. The $150. They're sold out Thursday and Friday. So, you know, it's a little late in the game. It's not too late. There's still a bunch of good options. But if you if you need some some resources, check out Vegas Chatter's article or join the Facebook group. They'll get you added in. It's, it is a closed group. They had to close it. We were getting some spammers. Uh, so just send an invitation, join the group, and they'll get you added to it. And there's just a ton of information on that on that site. Well, how many days? From right now? I don't know when this is going to air, but, I mean, it's, it's 10 for me. I'll be in Vegas in 10 days. So Can't wait, man. Uh, it's, it's right around the corner. If you guys have any sports betting questions or anything you want to uh, have us address or just anything in general, shoot us an email at 360moneyline at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at 360moneyline. So don't go to March Madness is what, what it boils down to. That's that's. Thank you, gentlemen, for, for sharing that with us and, and crafting an entire segment to go, these are all the great things that are going on there, but there's too fucking many of you. So don't cut. <laughs> You know, I, I will say this. We've been there, I think, like the first week before March Madness. That's right, yeah. And it, it, and like they were all starting to come in as we left. Oh, my God. Like, we, it was all the, not the playoff games, but the. Um, it's like the games to determine. Was it like the tournaments? To get into it. But like the conference tournaments or something were going. I don't Maybe, know what I it, think so. it was. But it was like a warm up to when March Madness started. And that was busy enough. But like, we were leaving on a Friday when everybody was coming in. It was ridiculously packed. And and that one, I remember specifically O'Shea's, was just nuts. It's I mean, weird and loud in an area that you don't like. It doesn't matter where you're at in the casino. You're like, you're all of, it's like that area. Yeah. Is, you're like, what the fuck is going on over there? Yeah. And I, I, it's probably like one of the few times where I, I would be more, you know, date rapey concerned in Vegas <laughs> than... Because the college frat boys come in and really? holy See, I would crap. Say, I would say Marty, actually, I would say uh, We've never been St. There Patrick's Day would be the day that you need to be the most worried about. Oh, that that would be bad, too, I'm sure. <laughs> just this also. Yeah, just this this also was very odd. All right. So thanks again, 360 Moneyland guys. We do have some listener feedback. Yeah, we got an email from David. And why don't you uh, share Share with what David. All right, I will share what David said. Sure. David said in <laughs> his email. There's a lot sharing going on. <laughs> what, one of my favorite moments on any Vegas trip is taking a second to drink up the rolling lullaby that hundreds of slot machines create together. Did you write this? No, I didn't. <laughs> but clearly I have a kinship with this man. Oh, no wonder. In parentheses, he says, I think some smart person's job is to orchestrate all the different slots in order to keep that lullaby sounding sweet. We actually had a random Vegas that it, that explains that. All slots are... And they're in a certain tone. All, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, all the, the music is set in the tone of C, so they all do harmoniously yeah. blend together. Oh, that would be awful. They don't, they they don't clash, yeah. Right. Every time I go to Vegas, I drink that sound in for a minute when I first enter a casino. So here's my question. It sounds like you recorded the podcast at a casino. Am I crazy? Is it just a backing track of pre-recorded casino sound? Or do you go to a local casino during quiet times to actually record the show? Best wishes from Toronto. That That is such a huge compliment. You're, you're like compliment. grinning right now because he's <laughs> like, that's exactly what I was going for. Yeah, it's, uh, it is backtracking. It started... Because traditionally, I outlast everybody in Vegas. And, and it's not that I'm just gambling all night or I'm just drinking no, all night. No, you just wander around. That's right. When it gets really late, it usually comes to a time where I just don't feel like gambling anymore. Or I mean, unless I'm having a really, really great time. But there's usually that, that time where I realize it's really late and you kind of you kind of feel things start to simmer down. And I just, but the machines are still going. Yes, yeah. I just wander, and I love it so much. So, yeah, when, when you started doing the show you knew you wanted kind of that background with it and so kind of went on this quest 
to get audio of machines in the different casinos. And uh, let me just tell you, folks, it was annoying as hell because Mark was walking around with his phone on record and you couldn't talk to him. And he wanted it to go. So like some of the, I think the longest one you have is like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. And it and it's just, I mean, of nothing but the, the casino sounds. Well, because I'm walking around. I'm intentionally trying to walk around the whole place. And different the, sounds so it's not the same machine all the time. Right. Yeah. But, but he won't let you talk to him when he's doing this. And so he... I think realized well, that's when at I started one point, doing it during the day. It's not an issue when I do it late at night, but there were certain places that I wanted to get, and we, well, especially the ones that have some of the old time, like downtown Vegas, right. still had some of the coin machines. Places and, that were not st- like, downtown is the place you're specifically referring to because we weren't staying there, so I knew that we couldn't. I couldn't have you guys staying. You know, we weren't going to be there that late, right. so I had to. And yeah, I was. Don't, don't, don't shut up! Don't say. <laughs> well, and then you actually went back because you had a bunch of audio and then started getting some feedback from listeners that one of them they could tell was on a loop because I think it was the, well, no, the no, goldfish, it, it wasn't it? wasn't on a, on a loop because what it is is every time... Oh, no, it's casino music. That's right. You could hear like you a, the hear piped the music in music the, coming yeah. in. Yeah. And and they knew they could, they could tell when it moves because they're never in the same order either. Right. It's not just one long, continuous thing. There are multiple recordings of various casinos. I never use the same casino twice in an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never know the order I'm going to put them in. And before I actually put them out, now post what you're talking about, where people could tell. They didn't know what casino it was from, but they knew that they I was recognized using a the track certain part because, because they yeah, would hear the same song right. every week. And it drove me. So I literally went back through every single one and would listen to them and cut out every time you could hear music. <laughs> Or, so I yeah. just blended it together. So well, you and, and so then when you went back to record more, it was like, you know, it's so funny, folks, because he would walk in and he'd stop and listen. And what he was listening for is like, all right, am I too close to a speaker where you can actually hear the pop music <laughs> or can I hear the, you know, and he'd, he'd hold the phone down like closer to the machine. So you'd hear that louder than everything. Like it just, I walk he's all nuts. over the casinos. I walk in between the slot machines. Uh, it, it's a big wandering process that. <laughs> yeah. Which I can't stand. So I sit my butt down in a machine someplace and say, just come find me when you're done. Can't well, I this. even try to, like, if you listen, you'll hear a, a wheel of fortune or big, whatever the fuck that, that big wheel is. Yeah. You'll hear chips being used because I intentionally go for all of these sounds. It's easy to just grab the slots, but it's trickier to get to an area mm-hmm. and make it look like you're just watching while they're messing around with their chips. They're right. playing blackjack and hopefully they don't talk because we had that. I had to cut that out. We had somebody playing blackjack that was getting rowdy. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, they were getting. I, I had to cut that out because it was so obvious. But people still get to catch like goldfish is the one people recognize all the time the yeah. great thing about it is i don't i think i have it multiple audio because it, it hasn't driven me insane when people mention the goldfish audio right. and maybe may, maybe it's best that i don't know if yeah. it's only in one let's, but yeah let's... they have we i select from roughly i think it's 17 different casinos all in vegas by the way mm-hmm. all properties that we report on only vegas properties of varying lengths, and I'm very proud of them. Uh, soon, I, I don't know that we could stand going to a casino every week to record the show. <laughs> well, and then, uh, actually, I know you couldn't because you always do it on Skype, and so you'd have to have the internet connection. And if you guys could see all the recording equipment and stuff, you'd, you'd realize it's a little more than just sitting down and, and talking. But no, that's very cool because I know that's exactly you had to be just giddy when exactly, you got this because yeah. that was exactly what you were going for was that that ambiance and that feeling that you're in a casino. So, yeah. aw, you just made Mark's day. <laughs> Thanks so much, David, in Toronto, <laughs> which I was in Toronto a couple weeks ago. Well, see, David, if you would have emailed a little earlier, maybe I know. you could have met my counterpart. Yeah, you know, it was cold. <laughs> We live in the South. It was now, really it? fucking. Oh, it doesn't matter if the South or not. This would have been cold for Chicago. It was like negative 17 or something when we were there. So, actually, to answer your question, we record. Uh, Karen and I, when we moved to our, our home in Memphis, took the formal dining room and turned it into a bar. So we, Yeah, because we have no need for a formal yeah, dining room. We actually <laughs> set up at the bar and record when, when Karen's with me. She's on the other side of the bar. When I'm recording on Skype with Brian. You're leaning on the just bar. Leaning on the bar, yeah. Usually with a beer in <laughs> hand. Usually with a beer in hand, uh, unless we record early. And then I just feel weird when I'm drinking at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and not in Las Vegas. And not in Las Vegas, yeah. You gotta put And, not, and not by our pool. 
because we've done that before. Drinking we have done that before. <laughs> That's right. Like, well, we I, have. I, I, listen, we're by the pool, and you're not going to not have a beer when you're by the pool. I mean, come on. It's <laughs> outside. sun's shining. It's hot. So, it's fun. Yeah. So there you go. So that's going to do it for episode 124. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Mark is all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, etc. You can find links to those on the blog as well. All right. I think that's everything, Mark. Anything else? I do want to congratulate our friend Dribble Glass, or also the man behind Vital Vegas, the Fremont Street Experience, has now hired him. They did? Yes. Hooray! Yes. Quality, quality publications, quality yeah. Vegas guy. Awesome. It's going to well be a great tie-in with, with Fremont Street. Absolutely. I absolutely. hope they're paying him well. He deserves <laughs> it. The man, look, what, look what that guy did. I, I, I still haven't had the opportunity to meet him, but have been always very friendly with him via social media. And uh, kind of a kindred spirit because when it's well, well documented when, when he that had when his... Caesars yeah. let him go or, or, or got rid of his position, that he kind of went through what I went through, which caused me to create this show, which was just an overabundance of creativity and a way to do it better and show people. And he did. He did, he did a great job. I consider Vital Vegas to be right up there with Vegas Shatter as two of the best publications for Vegas news. Yeah. Yeah. He's Top done a great job. Stuff. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah. So, uh. Let us go enjoy Beale Street. Yay, Beale Street basketball. <laughs> we'll see you next week.